Welcome to Kickstart the Conversation, where we talk about all things entrepreneurship, marketing, and business growth. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Well, then you've come to the right place. Here on Kickstart the Conversation, we have real, honest conversations about what it takes to build a successful business in today's world. No fluff, no BS, just real talk about the challenges and opportunities that come with being an entrepreneur and growing your business. Whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned business owner, we've got something for you. From expert interviews to actionable strategies you can implement immediately, we'll help you get clarity, build momentum, and achieve your goals. So sit back, relax, and get ready to kickstart the conversation with your host, the quiz queen, Catherine O'Leary. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Kickstart the Conversation. And I am super excited to have my guest on today. It is Jennifer Takuki. Um, I'm going to say it wrong. So Jennifer is going to correct me about that in, in just two seconds. But Jennifer and I have met a couple of times as we've done the speaker kind of circuit. And she is a wealth of knowledge, both from a leadership perspective, as well as from an intuitive coach and kind of a a wealth weaver, if you will. Jennifer, welcome to Kickstart the Conversation. How are you? Oh, great. And thanks for having me, Catherine. I'm so excited that we actually get to connect again, you know, on the video world. Yes. And you need to correct me on my, on your, your pronunciation of your last name, because that was just bad. Right. No, it's Takagi, Jennifer Takagi. Anybody who watched like Karate Kid, Mr. Miyagi, Takagi <laughs> Miyagi. Um, and also on Bruce Willis movies. What are those movies? Bruce Willis and- Die Hard? Die Hard, yeah, in the one where he goes to his wife's office and the boss gets shot right at the beginning. Spoiler alert, boss gets shot. He was Mr. Takagi that owned the company. So, yes, and Takuki came about because I gave one of our mutual friends a sugar cookie that I baked homemade. And he was like, I'm going to start calling her Takuki instead of Takagi, which just screwed people up. Obviously. So now uh, I won't now I won't forget it and neither will you folks. Um so <laughs> Jennifer, tell us a little bit more about, you know, your business and, and who you serve and, and what you're doing out in the world. Yeah. So I've always been a Christian, born on a Monday, first time in church was the next Sunday. But I always had these little messages that would come through and I just knew they were from above. It can be God, it can be higher self, whatever anybody likes to call it. And sometimes I would act on it. Sometimes I would not. On several occasions, it literally saved my life to pay attention to the voices, the that information that was coming down. And I've come to learn that that's like the spiritual side of it. People ask how I how I can be a Christian and spiritual, like those are two separate words, worlds, words and worlds. And it's very easy for me because religion is how I'm going to worship God in a group setting with people with similar ways of worshiping. But spirituality is how I do it on my own. 
and how I connect personally one-on-one versus in a group setting. So that's kind of how I break it out. It's kind of easy for me to, to break it out that way. And I, I heard from my godmother years ago that when you get a message from the divine, it's soft and gentle, even if it doesn't make sense. But if it's from your ego or the devil, it makes perfect sense, but it's very harsh. So simple illustration. I was going to my girlfriend's house. I'm driving down the street and it was like five in the afternoon. I'm in Oklahoma City. We have a rush 15 minutes. If you leave after 445, no telling how long it will take. Had I left at 430, it would have been fast. So I went into Google Maps and I put her address. And as I'm driving, I call my GPS Lola after you know, Robin Williams on RV. And Lola says, turn left at the next intersection. And I was like, no, no. I go straight to the highway. Nope. Every block I hit, Lola would say, turn left, turn left. And I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not. I overrode the message, right? Because my ego mind was way smarter I go to get on the highway and there's nothing but red taillights. There is a wreck ahead. And if I had turned left, I would have gone north and up and over and missed the wreck. As it was, I was stuck in traffic. So had I listened to the gentle voice of, you should follow your GPS, you will get there safely and quickly. Instead of my ego going, I know how to get there. I know... Why do you have the GPS on if you're not going to pay attention? So super simple little (laughs) example, because someone asked me, well, how do you know if it's you or if it's your ego? Like, how do you know? Soft and gentle, follow the GPS, turn left at the next intersection or harsh. Lola, you're stupid. I'm going to the highway. Like, this isn't right. I hope that makes sense to people because that's like the fastest, easiest way I have of explaining it. Well, and it's, and it's, it's interesting because I talk a lot about there's, there's a shift I I feel in the, the industry in, um, in the way that people are consuming and in people that are the way that people are buying and that push energy, that that harsh energy, if you will, of buy now, buy now, or it's going to go away forever. And, you know, like if you don't buy this, you're kind of like, you know, something's wrong with you and you're cuckoo or whatever. And, and, you know, this whole, like, time sensitive lack like that feels like it's shifting away and that there's more of a pull energy of an offer or a you know like like people want to be build relationships and be uh be spoken to in a way that is more of a friendship than um you know than a than a transaction um and so listening to that inner voice really does get you to kind of calm down and soften things and and just say you know relax like listen to the gps right i think that that's that's amazing and and you have an interesting way of kind of working with clients in in a kind of a three pillar conversation of surviving to thriving because i think a lot of people right now coming out of the pandemic coming out of um this push energy and everything we're surviving you know, we're just kind of going day by day. So like, how do we move? Like you've got three pillars. So talk about some of the, you know, the pillar, pillar one, for example, of, you know, getting through those, you know, getting to thriving. Awesome. Yeah. So 
one of the things that often happens is we have these messages in our head and I'm an energy worker. I'm an energy healer. I work with people. We identify these pesky thoughts quickly and easily and clear them out. And if you're doing it on your own, like what's the framework? How do I make this happen? And the first thing is to start noticing the messages that are going through your head. What are you saying to yourself? If you're baking something and you don't set the timer and all of a sudden you start smelling it, do you say, oh my gosh, look what I did and just move on? Or do you start beating yourself up? I'm so stupid. I should have paid attention. Why did I walk out of the room? Those harsh, hateful messages are the things that are going to consistently trip you up. So identify, let's make it simple, three things you find yourself saying all of the time that are negative and harmful. Like you wouldn't say it to your best friend. Why are you saying it to yourself? Jot them down. What are those three things? Then flip them around and write them in the positive. Once you have three of those written in the positive, record them on your phone. There's an app I use all the time. It's called Think Up. I don't get paid by them. They have a free version and a paid version. The free version works fine. And you can record your own voice. Those three messages that you want in the positive, you want to flip it to a positive spin. And then they even let you have a little music to play in the background. Listen to them two, three, four times a day for five to seven minutes a time. And you will start catching yourself as you start to go negative and make it positive. And so like the first thing to get out of survival mode and beating yourself all the time, beating yourself up all the time is to change that thought pattern, change it to something positive. We're inundated with the negative, with that scarcity, and we don't need that. We don't. So that's my first tip. Identify your pesky thoughts, write them in the positive, and then record them in some way and listen to them. Your subconscious likes listening to your voice better than somebody else's. I love that. That's the golden nugget for me is record it and listen to it. And, and it's okay if you don't like your own voice, your subconscious does. So. A lot. It really does. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what's uh, what's the pillar number two? Number two is create a vision for your life. And we we hear about this. We talk about this. But there's one thing that typically trips us up, and that is we tell the wrong person. Okay. And when we tell this wrong person what our vision is, then they start creating doubt for us. You can't do that. Nobody will buy it. That's too expensive. Why would you? You have a good job, blah, blah, blah. I mean, like it. they will inundate you with it. And it's kind of like when I was a kid, I would lay in the grass with my sister and we would be looking at the clouds in the sky and I'd say, look, there's an elephant. And she'd look at all over the sky and she's like, there's not an elephant. I'm like, yeah, it's right there. Well, in a matter of seconds in Oklahoma, the wind comes sweeping down the plane and that cloud formation is gone and it's truly not there anymore. But the point is she could not see what I saw because she was three feet away from me. So her vision was different. What she was seeing was very different. 
So when you start building out your vision, share it with someone who can support you in that. Like you don't need them to fund you. You just need to be able to share with excitement and have them be excitable with you. I know excitable is not the right word. I just like it and I like to drop it in. So as you're creating your vision, what do you want your life to look like? And start with when you wake up in the morning. I have a friend who is very adamant. She wants the blinds open somewhat. She wants to wake up naturally with the sun coming up. Not me. I want to sleep in a cave. Let the alarm go off or I'll just wake up when I do. What's your vision of waking up? What's your vision of how you're going to spend your day? Who you're going to spend it with? And very importantly, how are you going to feel? But very specifically, write out your vision and be a little bit discerning on who you share it with. Perfect. I love that. So the golden nugget there for me is really, it's it's not just about putting it on paper. It's about saying it out loud, but you need to trust, not so much trust. You need to make sure that the person that you're sharing it with is, is going to support that vision and not try to, you know, poke holes in it. Because, you know, like we have a lot of people around us that, you know, they mean the best. And sometimes they they think they're protecting us. And sometimes, you know, they just, they just don't see it. Those aren't the people that you want to share that with. Um, which is fine. That's okay. You know, but find that person. And this is where coaches and mentors and so on can really help you out because sometimes your family or, or the friends that you have right now aren't in that same mindset as you are in building a business or, you know, whatever it is that you're putting down for your vision. So I love that. Okay. So that's the, the second point. The third point or the third pillar is. Take a baby step. So we we hear about these coaches, those of us who are entrepreneurs or small business owners, like we see the big guy, the big gal, and we're like, oh, I want to be them. And there are so many steps to get from where you are to where they are that you can get lost in translation. And you're like, oh, I can't do this. You become overwhelmed. The negative thoughts kick in because they're not totally gone. And you're like, what? what are three simple steps you can do? to start moving forward. Because if you're not growing, you're dying. I mean, that's scientifically proven. If you're not growing, you're dying. Your cells are either regenerating or they're dying off. So what three things can you do? So if you had like a physical fitness goal, well, I don't walk at all now. Well, what if I walked to the mailbox every day? That's one simple thing. Uh, If you're starting a business and you need to do social media, And you're like, oh, I don't know. I heard somebody call it recently. I think we're at the same event. And he goes, I quit calling it social media and started calling it business media because I'm going to grow my business through these platforms. What if you just did one simple post a day and you spent 15 minutes a week outlining what your five posts could be? That's a simple step. That's not overwhelming. That's not a lot. And the more you can do things in little increments, the longer you can do them. But we get caught up. We think we have to do like 12 hours at a stretch. Well, no, people didn't just wake up one day and run a marathon. I mean, I will personally never run a marathon, but the people who love it, love it. But they didn't just wake up and go running unless they were already physically fit. Like you don't go from a couch potato to running a marathon overnight. 
takes a little training. So start your training. What's your baby step? What's the one thing you want to accomplish? And what's one thing you can do? I love the book, like Think and Grow Rich and The Power of Positive Thinking. Those are phenomenal. But if you haven't read them, you get caught up in the title and you think, oh, I'm just going to think my way to wealth. No, you're not. You got to do something. So what's a little tiny baby step? Pick three baby steps you can do to start moving towards that vision. And and I'm going to I'm going to add to that and and uh, and say that if you are growing a business and and you are you know uh, part of our entrepreneurial and small business uh, segments, you know don't get caught up in the shiny object syndrome. So it's not necessarily growth if you're taking 150 courses and not doing anything with them, right? <laughs> I mean, it's growth in the sense of learning and that's fine. But if you're growing a business, you need income generating activities. So, you know, if you focus three baby steps, try to make them three baby steps of things that are going to, you know, result in a conversion and a sale, as opposed to I'm going to learn how to create a, you know, uh, production house that's going to, you know, house my, my podcasting or something like that. Great. If you're at that point, if you're just starting out, probably not going to be the magic bullet that you think it is right um because that's one thing one thing jennifer and i know there is no magic bullet right this is this is a one step at a time very few people go from zero to hero in 2.4 seconds um you know those you know unicorns that have made two point you know five million dollars in in a day and a half great. They've, they've probably been overnight successes that took them 20 years to get there. So just remember that, right? Yes. And I'm, I'm in Brendan Burchard's ultra group and he was speaking at his event the first of the month. And he said, do one thing and then add a thing, like get that thing right and add a thing. And he said, so I decided I was going to do a webinar So I I had a microphone and the camera and I did the webinar and it was kind of okay, but I didn't get any sales. So then the next time I added this and I still didn't get any sales, but it was a little better. And the next month I did this. And so from the day he did his first one, and I believe he said he did them every month from the time he did his first one until the ninth month. And every month he was adding on a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And he added JV affiliate type partners to help promote it. That last time he made $2 million, but he didn't make $2 million the first time or the second time or the third time or the fourth time. So it's the baby steps. Like he did the first one and he was like, okay, well, now I need to do this. If I add this, it will help. And so each time he added on, and I love that analogy. And I was like, oh yeah, I'll give him total credit for that. But it just completely aligns with my baby steps. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. So so there's the pesky thoughts. Record yourself doing, you know, changing your negative thoughts into positive and listen to it. Listen to that's the key, guys. You got to listen to it. I'm writing down your vision and sharing it with somebody that you know you that can support you. And then there is the baby steps and just getting going, just like, you know, the way to eat the elephant is one bite at a time. So you got to, you got to like, you know, keep moving forward 
and avoid the shiny object syndrome if you can um because entrepreneurs are i am i i don't know about you jennifer but i like it's ridiculous Bubbling, yes and i get towards it every time <laughs> yeah yeah fall for it every time um so <laughs> and so i just want to take a couple of minutes jennifer you and i talked about this um briefly before we got on but the three point uh pillars that you have here align very nicely to doing something like a quiz. So, um, you know, the last portion of this podcast is always talking about what kind of a quiz that you might be able to put together for your business. And, you know, having a, a survive to thrive quiz, the one thing stopping you from thriving, or what's the one challenge that you have to moving from survive to thrive? If that's the 3am question that your, your clients are asking themselves, like, how do I get, you know, how do I, how do I move ahead? How do I, you know, how do I grow in, in the, in sustainable way? That's nobody wakes up at 3am thinking that because that's not language that people use, but, you know, getting to that 3am question of, you know, how do I move from survive to thrive? You could ask people a few questions of where you are now, like where, you know, uh, maybe it's more of an assessment of a score, you know, one is, Poor, 10 is excellent. Asking people, you know, like, how are you feeling physically? How's your, you know, your process for understanding and living your vision and your, you know, kind of your mindset and, and, you know, the, you know, negative thoughts versus positive thoughts. And then you can move them into one of those three pillars being your outcomes. So, you know, you can move people that are really challenged with those pesky thoughts into understanding better, even, even deeper, how to move through those pesky thoughts. Um, people like, you know, that are more challenged with the vision. Okay, let's sit down. How do you, this is one thing that I've learned that especially people coming out of corporate, they've kind of forgotten to dream um, and they've forgotten how to do it. So like, how do you, how do you get into that vision? How do you live that vision? How do you get into the the moment of that vision and feeling it? Um, and then the third pillar could be those baby steps. Uh, okay, you know what? Now we've identified that you need to kind of take some baby steps. Like, how can how can you start doing that, right? And then that way that people have, you know, an answer to a question that they're asking themselves at 3 a.m. Um, and they have a solution to it. So they're walking away. And if they, you know, if that's all they get from you, then they've gotten huge value. Right. And they, they can, you know, they can walk away and say, oh, that's how I start my vision or that's how I get through those pesky thoughts or that's how I start taking the next steps. But the invitation then is obviously to learn even further and to, you know, learn from you and to really heal those, you know, some of those uh, pesky thoughts and, and, you know, moving into that thrive zone of living from, from physical to emotional to, to uh, spiritual and um, and beyond and and really living in abundance, which is I know, which is you know what you want for everyone is to live in abundance. So you have a free gift for us, I believe. So tell us a little bit about that. I do. My free gift is the actually the three point blueprint. And number one, I love PDFs. And number two, I really like seeing things and being able to jot it down. So I've given you a little format so you can jot down your pesky thoughts. You have a place to convert them to the positive. Then again, start writing out that vision for your life. What do you really want it to be? I was on a call and we did a short little exercise 
And her example was, what if you had 10 new clients and my whole business was set up as one-on-one only? And I had said, yeah, I want 10 clients. I want 10 clients. And then when I realized how much time it was going to take me to provide service and value to 10 clients in a week was way more than I wanted to do. So I've been carrying around this vision that kind of wasn't mine and it kind of wasn't flushed out. And now it's like, oh yeah, that's not how I want to operate. So when you play with that vision, play with it. What's it going to feel like if I get it? Is this really what I want? My vision was very sketchy. Thank goodness it didn't come true. I would not be a happy person. (laughs) Uh, So we'll have that in the show notes. Jennifer, thank you so much. How can people reach out to you if they want to learn more about working with you? Right. My website's jennifertakagi.com. And again, when you click on the link for the um, blueprint, that'll that'll get you into my website. It's on there too, because Takagi, it's not that hard. It just sounds hard. T-A-K-A-G-I, Takagi. So yeah, on my website. Both, both will be um, in the show notes. Um, any final parting words, Jennifer? Have those childlike dreams. Oh, I they love were put that. in you for a reason. Embrace them. Let them grow. I love that. All right. So to everyone out there, go off and have uh, live those childhood dreams and have those childhood dreams and try to remember what those childhood dreams were. And have a great week. And we'll um, we'll see everybody back here on on next week's uh, episode. Thanks, everyone. Well, that's it for today's episode of Kickstart the Conversation. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending your time with us. We hope you found our discussion about leads, lists, and leveraging relationships helpful. As we've learned, asking well-designed questions is the key to kickstarting conversations with your ideal clients, building authentic relationships, and ultimately driving more sales. So get out there and start asking those intentional questions. Your ideal clients are waiting for you. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. While you're at it, leave a rating and review and be sure to share it with your friends. We have lots of great conversations coming up every week that you won't want to miss. Until next time, keep asking great questions and kickstarting those conversations.